0: Hey, 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 it's the MMA Beat. No, it's the Get Smoked MMA Podcast with your host Dylan. And we're another, it's another week in the sphere of MMA. I have to say, I am waning a little bit from the... Amount of just senseless MMA cards that there are. It's like it's so much so more than like even last year. It feels like some of these just aren't like uh, valid. But I was sick last week. That's why we didn't do whatever for last week. I actually got sick like the day after like, the day of the, the pay-per-view a couple weeks ago. So, yeah. I didn't even get to watch... I, like, saw, like, one little bit of the Chimiev fight. And that was pretty much it from the pay-per-view. It's, I think I saw most of the undercard. But, yeah. I was... I've been pretty sick, so I didn't do an episode last week. So here we are. We're going to start another fresh one. If you want, you can go on my topology and look how horrible I fucking did. For Jan versus uh, uh, Sterling. It's not a very good picks card for me, I don't think. But with that said, we'll just get right into this week's card. Um... I they'll just go long form. Even push through the fucking disclaimer where, you know, not trying to be flippant or with any of these fights or fighters. I know I just said, like, some, like, even my fandom seems to be waning a little bit. Looking at these, like, this, paper, this part in particular kind of zoned in on my... Like my, uh, like, or the last week's card as well, with the paper, with the topper of Bilal Muhammad versus, you know, Vincent DeLuke. I mean, I, I like Vincent DeLuke, and there were some exciting fights on that card, but it's just like, just doesn't mean much more than, you know, the PFL fight that happened yesterday. You know, so there has to be like some level of importance to some of this stuff. I mean, some of my guys fought on last week's card. One guy, really. And then we all got to experience Jordan Levitt. It's always fun, you know, but it's just not, it's not enough for, you know, last week's card was 14 fights long, you know, really just trying to get everyone their fight. And it's like. I appreciate that, and there are going to be a ton of people on this card that I don't exactly have a great read on, and we'll probably just uh, go straight through those fights, but yeah, that's, you know, some, like, this fight card is not good, I'm just going to say it, it's just not, it's not good, and you can't convince me otherwise, really. Like I'm looking at it, Charles Durden. I like him. Romanoff is fighting heavyweight. It's always good. Wow, they already canceled like the one fight that I actually cared about, which was Sue Mudarji versus Manal Cop, which was probably going to be like a staring contest, anyways. So, yeah, um, let's just get into it here. As I pull up the odds. And my topology page. I also picked Chimiev on the last pay-per-view. And I keep fucking making a mistake. And then I was like, oh yeah, I'm sure you're making that mistake, huh? Just like, it's a very sensitive button on topology. Especially when I'm like, going back and forth between stuff. I just click something by accident. And it just stays that way. Because so I don't notice until later on. Um, but yeah, I pretty much gave you the the broad strokes for this one. UFC fight night, Lemos, Andrade. And uh, pull up the odds here. Sorry, folks. So, starting off, it seems we have, uh, you know, a guy that I pretty much will never pick in a USC belt, and that's uh, Mike Jackson, unless he's fighting uh, CM Punk or something. <laughs> you know, it's, that's the reality of it. And, you know, I don't know a lot about Mr. Dean Barry. He's from Ireland. It's exciting for him. Uh he's finishing people in Titan FC and uh UAE Warriors, which I think is a decent promotion. Yeah, he's finishing quite a few people. And I would imagine Mike Jackson is on the same level, if not much lower than any of the people that this man is finished via strikes. I don't think he has any. Um, see. Yep. So I'm just gonna pick uh, Dean Barry by uh, stoppage, in the first round. Uh, the odds are very indicative of that um, happening. So maybe there will be some crop opportunities there. Uh, yeah, not really much to think about that one. Um, Just move on. Walter Waite. This is a Walter Waite bout. <laughs> Sorry, folks. A little disorganized. Uh, D-Barry was the minus one. Is the minus 1,125 favorite to Mike Jackson's plus 700 underdog. Next up. Yeah. Any more time spent on that? is not deserved. Next up, we have a... (laughs) an interesting bout here. Kind of a crossroads for... more for Felipe Lynn. Because he got put to sleep by Tanner Boser, who is no, you know, big puncher. And... He's dropping down to light heavyweight, which, you know, I just hate to see for heavyweights. This is my personal, you know, take on it. There's very few people who I think can make the transition in the modern sport. And that's not to toot up like heavyweights or or light heavyweights really in any way. I just think there's a baseline level of athleticism that doesn't exist at heavyweight that exists at light heavyweight in order to be successful. While Lins was like a smaller heavyweight, I believe, I don't think like him making a cut when he's 36 years old, you know, uh, that he's probably not used to. He hasn't fought heavyweight in quite some, uh, light heavyweight in quite some time. So this is like a very, very new thing to him. And I don't think the, the advantages of speed and stuff are going to be there. Um, that he's, that he would hope for. I think he's going to be maybe shooting for takedowns, but that wasn't really his thing. You know, he can submit people. But uh, on the Procneo side, the guy just, you know, cut off two big wins. He had been finished three straight times, one of which by Sam Alvey, dear God. Um, So Procneo was definitely back on this upswing. And Ike Villanueva is closer to Felipe Lenz, you know. In terms of, you know, being a heavyweight, you know, narrative-wise, is very close to Felipe Linz. So I'm picking Procneo. I don't know if he's going to finish him. He probably will. By strikes. So i pick this Procneo. Procneo is the minus 120 favorite to Felipe Linz. Plus 100 dog. Next up, we have a welterweight bout between Evan Elder and Preston Parsons. I don't really know much about either of these gentlemen. Yeah, Preston Parsons went in and got his ass whooped by Daniel Rodriguez. Made very little sense, uh, other than to just get into the UFC. Then on the other side. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of like two guys fighting. I don't know much about either of them. Um Parsons I think did some things well and uh his USC debut. Looks like the latest week that um, Evan Alder was is uh was lightweight though, so maybe keep an eye on that. I think that's gonna factor into my pick even a little bit more here. It's got the Parsons got the a little more experience. The you know, these are all just intangible things that we're gonna talk about with these gentlemen. Don't really haven't seen tape on any of them really other than, you know, Parsons a little bit. Oh wow, you beat Socrates Pierre. Uh I even like just like, um, Parsons record a little bit more, you know, he's fighting less cans. I feel like so the pick is going to be Parsons, not terribly confident about it. Uh, he seems to be a natural, this seems to be a natural Walter weight fighting a natural lightweight. So we'll see. um, Parsons by decision. I have nothing to indicate this fight being like a blowout either way. Uh, The only odds we have for it is minus 110. Both ways. Pick them. So, next up, we have a. Gotta hurry these along. Archie Lang. Versus Cameron Elise. Uh, Archie Lyons goes back against the wall. Really cool, kind of scrappy head of Cody Dur- Durden. Um, uh, Archie Lyons, quite the physical guy as well. It's pretty. Uh, Imposing or can be, but he will be giving up some length here and some height. Um, Mr. Yeah, so Kyler Phillips was able to finish, uh, Cameron. In his last bout. That's a pretty good opponent. Uh well, this says he's trying to get out a BMF ranch. That sounds horrible. And it's probably not true. Um Yeah. I don't I just like Archie Lang. I'll say it right here. Uh I think he's a quite you know, a dogged fighter, if not extremely rote. But uh with that this comes, you know, you know what he's gonna do. He you know he's gonna come forward, you know he's gonna like be pushing the entire time. And you know, this guy's dropping or looks like Archie Lang's going up and away. Oof. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. But Cameron is a 34-year-old uh, phantom weight. Maybe this cut will, will, you know, not cutting 10 pounds will add something to um, Archie Lang. Maybe he'll be a little bit faster. A little more sting on his strikes. Uh, but yeah, I don't have a great read from Cameron's side. I just really like Archie Lang and know what he's going to give us every single time. He's going to be a dog to win. You know, he got that dog's mentality. So that's going to be my pick. Um, you know, so, uh, but I won't be surprised, you know, if he loses either because, you know, He's clearly facing some shock here of the Mongolian regional scene, kind of, Uh, and, you know, finally fighting, like, really good opponents, so maybe, you know, this will do nothing for him in Archie Lang's case, but that's going to be the pick. The odds go as follows. Why can't it just be the same fucking uh, odds so that I have our Archie La- Lang is a minus 250 favorite to Cameron Elise is plus 200 dog. Next up we have the returning Tyson Pedro who last fought. And lost to Marco Hua. Mauricio Shogun Hua. People. So they're really tempering their expectations here. With uh, Mr. Tyson Pedro. And good for him. Because he's probably going to get a W here against uh, Ikeville Uh Yeah, I just don't see how, uh, uh, like Villanueva gets, you know, wins in the UFC. And that's pretty much it. He beat Vinicio Maria, but that's like literally the like guy shouldn't have been in the UFC. So, um, The pick is going to be Tyson Pedro. I don't really have much to back this up with other than I think he's just going to be kicking him a lot. And, uh, you know, eventually just throw him to the ground and submit him. Um, The odds are minus 630 for Pedro and plus 450 for Ike Villanueva. It's way too far apart. I know I said I don't know how, but it's more of a consistency thing, you know? That's what I mean when I say I don't see how he gets wins. It's like I don't see the path, you know? If you don't have a clear path to victory, then you're just going to struggle a ton. Next, we have a welterweight belt between Dwight Grant and Sergey conda go and uh I fought roostum cobble off so I it's pretty good mm, I like where you was here oh, yo this is kinda of the problem for Dwight Grant here, is that he either has fucking horrible fights or he gets or he loses. You know? or no, he he can have fucking horrible fights and lose too. It's just I don't know. Uh, sometimes he's very composed and it's too much so and then you have examples of the Daniel Rodriguez fight. Where, I don't know, maybe it's like when the pace is brought to him, he feels the need to bring it, bring it to that person as well. Um, But it's really just feels like few and far between where he's able to, he's trying to do this lanky man's striking game and doesn't feel like it's going to work. Just uh, there's a lack of consistency that I don't like from Grant. I think that he can be cowed. I think that he can be. I think that his opponent can determine a great deal of what he does in the cage. And I just don't like that. So I'm picking Kondo's Coke. Uh, not confidently. Um, he, you know, he's fought some pretty good competition in the USC. Rustam Kovalev fought him two years ago. Long layoffs for both these guys, I think. Nope. So, and we all know that if you look at the research, people coming off long layoffs tend to win more often than not. So. Injuries heal up, that type of thing. You're rounding out skills. So the pick is gonna be condosco and we're gonna be looking at the odds for this one, folks. Uh it's a pick 'em almost on um, uh best fight odds, minus one twenty for condosco, and Dwight is the plus one hundred underdog. Next up. Uh, it's like there are a couple of bouts that I'm not going to cover, but it seems that topology hasn't um, caught up with us here. All right. This is pretty easy. Mark Andre t- uh at a catch weight. It's weird. Versus Jordan Wright. Maybe he's short notice. uh Like, as long as uh, Barrio has proved to be as durable as he's been besides the Chidi and Yukiwani fight, I I don't expect Jordan Wright to win. I expect him to get beat up pretty bad because mm-hmm. Barrio is just going to crash into the clinch here and uh he's just gonna be grinding on him the whole time no kicks in you know i thought that would happen maybe in the uh gd and jucawani fight but uh you know that's just not you know it's uh quite a physical guy gd is so um So, looking at this spell, I don't see much, uh, being different. In you know, like fights like not necessarily Bruno Silva, but like I don't know, people seem to have a lot more difficult with Jordan Wright than I would like, because it's just like crash and do him and punch him. So. But he's, he's decent at pummeling on the cage, which is not something that you want. I don't know. Doesn't seem like he's turn, get, turning people up, but he can pummel. Um, go to the odds here. Sorry, we got a little check there. Uh, Barrio is the minus 180 favorite to Jordan Rights, 155 dog. Next up. This is a toughie. It should be one of the better fights in the card. I am going to be leaning, um, uh, Jordan here, the men's featherweight belt. Uh, Lando Venata versus Charles Jorgain. I do think Lando Venata has a wrestling advantage that he'll he could likely press at some point, but I do think. Jordan's just going to be tagging him the entire time, and that's what kind of what he relies on. And Lenana does slow down. It's like almost exactly plays into the type of fight that Jordan is looking to have. Um, So, yeah, I feel fairly confident in picking Charles Jordan to get the W here. Jordan is on best fight odds minus one fifteen. Land of on Nana 105. Next up, another easy one, heavyweight bout. Alexander Romanov versus Chase Sherman. Uh yeah, I'm picking Romanov by big boy slam. I don't really see how Chase Sherman wins this bout other than a uh, flash knockout and he is not the he's not the guy that does that. At, uh, heavyweight, so pretty simple pick for me, Romanoff, and I like Chase Sherman, I think he's a cool, nice dude, uh, Romanoff is a minus, and when he gets the appropriate matchup, he can be fun, minus 1375 for Romanoff, plus 800 for Chase Sherman in that one, Next up, this is a cancelled bout, so we're just going to skip that one. It would have been Cop Su Darji. I think I'm picking... Uh, That's actually more of a toss thinking We'll just stay away from it. I was like, maybe I'll pick I'm like Darji. This next one, I feel like it's going to be fairly simple, too. Uh, Macy Barber taking on Montana De La Rosa. The pick is going to be Barber. even though she's the less, you know, she's the less everything in terms of skills. But she has all the physicality to make up that gap, especially if it goes to the ground. I expect her to just be pummeling Montana for whatever reason. I just don't think there's anything, you know. Montana's tough. It's just like you can't just be tough. She has to deliver her damage as well. And the odds go minus 180 for Barber plus 155 uh, for Montana De La Rosa. All right. We're going to speed through the rest of these guys. It's the time constraint thing. We're going to have a short episode today. Next up. I'm going to, it's an immense lightweight bout between Claudio Playas and Clay Guida. I'm going to pick Pueyles. Just think he has more ways to win at this point, even though he probably could be controlled at certain points. Uh, I do like his sweeping ability off his back, though. And he's just more powerful. And I, I don't know, I think he can get the job done. Um... So the odds for that is a pick-up, minus 110 for Playless, minus one ten for Poylis minus one ten for Guida, and next up we have the uh the main event of the evening a women's strawweight belt between two two of you know the besties of the the strawweight division Jessica Andrade former champion taking on Amanda Lemos. This is pretty interesting. I'm leaning Lemos just because I think there's a certain level of physicality that she brings that, you know, while I think I was not in love with her performance against Angela Hill, she definitely slowed down. And, you know, I do think she'll be able to hurt Andrade at some point, though. And, you know. Like just like in the Zhang Wei Li fight, it was kind of like hurt her and you know put her away fairly quickly. Lamos is you know thirty four and Andrade is the younger woman here, so it's pretty surprising to see that. I'm picking Lemos It's very tentative. Uh, not much analysis either way. I imagine it's going to be quite the scrap for as long as it lasts. Adraj is the minus two ten favorite to Nano is plus one seventy-five dog. So that does it for another episode of the Get Smoked MMA podcast. So do your best folks and try not and get smoked. Gonna get it